Recording. 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 Hello. Hello. What's up? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, <clears throat> I assume that you didn't make any notes in the list. list of I have a couple things in there. Do you? No, not really. They're like leftover stuff, basically. And I added something about Flight of the Navigator. Just now? A couple days ago. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eric, why don't you tell tell the listeners what's different about this week? Well, this week we are in Houston. Houston, Texas. Or Par- Texas. Technically, Parallel, Texas. Because uh, Sam came into town to, I guess... Exactly. Why did you get into that? Well, yeah. <laughs> originally it was to work on PhD stuff, <laughs> but then then that was no longer a thing. But I kept the uh, you know I kept the trip on the calendar because I figured I'm gonna go see my good buddy Eric, All right. and just hang out in Houston for a little bit. I have a question. That makes me sad because I haven't really shown you a lot of Houston stuff. No, but that's the, <laughs> the point. Also, was not to do Houston things. Okay. Right. It was to to work on some other stuff I have going on, uh, and just chill for a little bit. Get out of get out of New York. Which is a thing that you, I'm learning you just have to do from time to time I'm when sure you live there. I'm sure. I have a question. How? Why, why is it Pearland and not Pearland? <laughs> I call it Pearland all day. <laughs> okay. But uh, it is technically Pearland. Are there a lot of pears here? What's the history uh, of that name? I have no idea, but there's like a water tower that's shaped like a can. Uh, not, a, not a pear, but it's like a um, pear can. Pear, pear can. Like a canned pear thing. I don't know. Canned <laughs> pears. Um, like a can. I've never had a can. Like a can. Anyway, but um, I call it Perlin. Perlin. Yeah, I like Perlin. I, I like Perlin. It sounds like my last name. Sounds majestic. It sounds. Um, yeah, like the pearls everywhere. A lot of pearls everywhere, and in fact, there are. Really. A lot of pearls. A lot of oysters. A lot of oysters. Actually, no. That actually are, would make are more sense. Clams. Are, where do pearls come from? Oysters. Clams. Um, oysters or clams? Hey Siri, where do where do pearls come from? She didn't work. But I hope I hope it I hope that activated somebody else's. <laughs> where, where do pearls come from? That's oyster. Are you sure. Yeah. Where do pearls come from? Anyway, so yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us. Anyway. We're here. So the the main the main feature of that what that means is that we are actually sitting across the table from each other right now instead of um, conversing through Skype for a change. You're right. I could reach across the table. And touch your face if I wanted to. We could. And we you could. could reach across and punch me in my face. Yep. <laughs> if I, I made that decision. I, definitely could. Definitely could. Oysters make pearls. Kefka's confirmed it. I've confirmed it with the internet. All right. But either way. Yeah. By the way, so <laughs> when I said that, I was like, oh, I was, I was uh, not going to make my point. Mm-hmm. But that had nothing to do with the point I was about to make. So I was going to say Gulf Coast. Right. A lot of oysters in that Gulf Coast. Gulf Coast. Sure. But you're, per, 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 Perland is not actually on the coast. It's an hour away. Okay. Hour away. Maybe, maybe Galveston, which is on the coast, Mm -hmm. they used to bring in the pearls there. Bring them in, bring them into the rich upper crust society (laughs) of uh, of Perland. Perland. Yep. All the all the high high society lives in Perland. That's right. Uh, Well, so that's why you're wearing that pearl necklace. You're right. Okay. You're right. (laughs) What's going on? What what we can talk about? Uh, So. I, I, what we're going to talk about, I'm kind of out of it right now. Me too. Because we just got done eating. I'm a little distracted. Like, how many pounds of meat? <laughs> many <laughs> that, pounds of meat. That rib was a pound and a quarter of meat. Yep. I mean, some of it was bone. but That's true. Fair enough. But it was a lot of meat. A lot of meat. Um, more, more meat than you would probably normally eat if you had a choice. Yeah. And that, that rib was just like after meal. That, yeah, was, a, that, like, was, <laughs> that was second meal. <laughs> it was packed up to take home. Yeah. But we did not eat it at home. We ate it at the restaurant. Um, you got... Uh, Brisket. Th- a three-meat a three meat plate. Three-meat plate. Three-meat plate. Okay. That's what I got. <laughs> when, I, when I say it out loud, it sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what it sounds like. It, it's a plate with three, with three meats. meats and then two sides. Here's the thing, though. Three-meat... Plate sounds bad, but if you put it in context of the other options, it's like halfway. Yeah, well, how many meat plates are there? You can go up to six meat plates. Which we be- made the point that I don't know if you can any no, any longer call it a plate if you're putting six meats on it. It's, that's tray level. So, so uh, I was right in the middle. I was average. So three meats: brisket, pork belly, 
pork rib. Um, on your on your on a scale of one to ten, in terms of uh, one being uh, bad barbecue, okay, ten being great barbecue, okay. About where would it fall on the scale? Well, if it's uh, if the scale is calibrated to my experiences as a human, then it's a ten. It's the best barbecue I've ever had. <laughs> I, oh, I, haven't, I haven't had fantastic. I haven't had that that much barbecue. Oh, I mean, awesome. like, so like. It's, it was probably the best barbecue I've ever had, for sure. But there may be, like the the oh, empiricist, the scientist in me, yeah, is saying, well, maybe there's other barbecue out there that's better. Yeah. So I don't know. I would maybe put it at an eight then. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, either way, it's up we there. stood it's in good line barbecue. for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's good barbecue. So we went to this place in Perland, 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 uh, called Killen's Barbecue. Killen, as in a last name, not as in the verb of killing an animal. Yeah. Although it has actually, a nice little double meaning, that would actually that would work. Killing, killing a lot of, killing <laughs> there was a lot of killing, that killing a lot of p- pigs. Uh, not only was the meat good, the macaroni and cheese and the corn was good as well. Sides were good. I had the greens, mm, spinach, yeah. whatever. And the, then were I, they collard greens? Collard greens yeah. and the potato salad. They're really good. And then we split up a, a beef rib for dessert. Beef, <laughs> beef rib for the dessert. <laughs> Um, uh, Eric and I also got a uh, cobbler, which oh, yeah, hadn't really tasted that. Is it peach yet. cobbler? I think it was peach. That's the only type of cobbler that they, needs to exist. They put seasonal cobbler, so I'm sure they, they change it up all the time. Sure. I do like peach cobbler. I like apple cobbler, too, though. Apple, see, at the point of apple cobbler, you should either just have an apple crisp or an apple pie. Apple crisp is not a thing. All right. Worth well. mi- worth mentioning. But you're all right. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, if you want to pause this podcast, we can have a fight. Then, then we can do um, that. And so, yeah, I have some dessert for later. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of in a food coma. Yeah, I'm real. I'm feeling a little slap happy, a little, little meat happy. Um, I kind of just want to lay down and take a nap. Hey, man, feel, well, I feel like a My suggestion to Eric was that this podcast just be us sleeping for about an hour. <laughs> just making sleep sounds into the mic. <laughs> Could be like a, an ASMR track for I people. Know. I know. Full Eric and Sam. <laughs> So if you're ever in Perland or Houston, check out Killen's Barbecue. Or Pearland. Where it's some of the best barbecue that you'll ever, ever eat. You're going to want to get there. So they opened at 11. We got in line around, what, 1030, 1020? 1030? 1030, yeah. Or so? We were probably, what, 50 people back? About that? That might be about right. It was a good spot to be. It was it was not too far back that it felt hopeless. Uh, once once they opened the doors, things started moving pretty well. But that line got pretty out of hand. So don't don't get there after eleven and expect to beat in quickly. Don't you rest on your laurels? No, I've been trying to say, I've been trying to weed that, weasel that in. Why? I don't know. I, just, I like the word laurels. What, what's a laurel? I don't know. But don't don't rest on your laurels. See, I don't think I've ever owned a laurel, so I don't think I could rest on it. But. Um, yeah, you have to get there ahead of time. I was telling you, in Austin, there's an also there's also a place which I haven't eaten at yet, which is known to have like lines that you might have to wait like two hours in, which is also crazy. Um, I need to find out about that. But um, either way, meat was good. The foliage of the bay tree, woven into a wreath or crown, and worn on the head as an emblem of victory or mark of honor in classical times. Is the phrase "rest on your laurels" even a thing? Yeah, no, 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 it's a okay. thing for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to, to to get clear on that. The origin is Latin. Um, through. All right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Someone's got to turn off my internet connection. <laughs> so I'm looking at um, our topics. All right, so now, at first, so you're in Houston. I'm here. Um. How's your trip been thus far? Have you been able to accomplish the things yeah. that you hope to accomplish? I feel kind of bad again because I haven't like toured you around Houston, yeah, shown I, you things. I, have, I, I want to make sure that you got. I didn't want to do that. Door. Um, yeah, you've been so to, I'm staying at an Airbnb uh, in East Downtown. It's a really nice loft. Uh, it's a good place. It has a nice long dining room table for doing work. The intention I didn't I wasn't actually super clear on my intention when I first got here if I was gonna try to work on a long article or something or I didn't I didn't really know um, and I kind of figured out that I was gonna use this time to do like some 
like self-reflection stuff and like make plans for the upcoming few months and figure out what I wanted to focus on, what I wanted to um, ease back on and, and basically have it be like a personal stuff uh, weekend. So that's been going well, actually. I'm going to go back after we finish recording and do some more and then I have tomorrow morning as well. Uh, so I think, I mean, I think I, I'm glad I came. I'm getting good stuff done. I'm feeling good about the clarity that I'm getting on uh, – various things good and the intention was never to like come and like do a bunch of houston stuff anyway so don't feel bad all right i no longer feel bad thank you sam for uh, alleviated you of that concern uh, uh, taking that burden off my shoulders you know what eric i try to make all my decisions decisions, like what will take some burden off of eric's shoulders i feel like that's that's a good way for everyone to live their life man so um Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> All right. All right. Because I'm going to pull this up now. Yeah. So, so Flight of the see. Navigator. There's a little story behind why this is on our topic list. Uh, we've been talking about Stranger Things and how we both enjoyed the show. Eric watched it before me and, and encouraged me to watch it. I finally finished watching it uh, in the past couple of weeks. And it is a show that uh, capitalizes on some nostalgia for science fiction type stuff from the 80s and like late 70s and it had kind of jostled a memory loose in my brain of and at the time i didn't know the name of the movie or anything it was just this clip in my brain of a kid who was taken into a spaceship and saw some aliens some of which were kind of creepy and also, there was an element of time travel-less to it, where he was oh up in the spaceship for like what he thought was not very long, but it was actually like eight years on Earth or something. Mm. And that was basically the entirety of my memory. And I wanted to figure out, what is this memory in my brain that has been jostled loose by watching Stranger Things? So that's the amazing thing of the world we live in now. With Google, you can kind of put in like snatches of memories and figure out what the thing is that you're actually thinking that of. That is true. Like and, what that. I, and that's literally what I, what I Google. I Googled <laughs> space, like... Space, kid. Space, <laughs> kid, aliens, movie, 80s, and like time travel or something. And uh, Flight of the Navigator popped up and I didn't... I don't even remember seeing, ever knowing the title. I don't think I ever knew the title of the movie. And because I don't think we ever owned it. And I don't know where I saw it. So I didn't recognize the cover. So I had to watch some clips. And one of the clips that I brought up was the exact memory in my brain of the kid kind of going through the alien spaceship where, like, the various aliens were, and there was this one that was super creepy. And, uh, yeah, you're starting to see it. You're watching it right there. Yeah. So um, I, I intend to sit down and actually watch the movie again at some point. But it's a 1986 movie called Flight of the Na- Navigator. I've never seen this. Really? No. Yeah. But that kid looks familiar. He's been in a lot of... Well, according to the YouTube comments, he's been arrested for robbery. In Canada. <laughs> what, what was his name? Was that George? I Cameron? have no idea. Um, seeing his... Oh, <laughs> there he is. Joey Kramer. Uh, is a Canadian former child star who briefly... Has is that a career. mugshot? <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like a mugshot. Um, so he's been in... That was actually recent. May 4, May 4 2016. Oh. Uh, donned a wig and demanded an undisclosed amount of money from a Scotia bank. Oh, Come on. What's his name? Joey? Joey Kramer. Come on, Joey Kramer. Let me see if he's the same. He looks else, let me see who else was in this. The, I recognize the guy who did the music, Alan Silvestri. What else did he do? I'm looking this up right now. Come on, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, why do I recognize this guy's name? Oh, Back to the Future. Mm. Um, What's the guy's name? Alan Silvestri. I don't he know. does. Uh, he scored it. Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future Part 3, Predator. He's done a whole bunch of different things. That's not what I would recognize him from. Still, (laughs) Super Mario Brothers, the movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was real bad. Forrest Gump. Oh, Richie Rich. That's another movie that recently came up in conversations that I used to watch all the time. Richie Rich? Richie Rich. I think think it may have been a little too old for that. Yeah, I think so. I think you probably were. So... Flight of the Navigator reminded me of this movie Cloak and Dagger. You ever heard of that? No. I, you know, and the reason I think about it because I thought the kid was the same kid, but it's a different kid. Oh, okay. Um, 
kid kind of looks the same though. <laughs> I think maybe that the connection, Alan Silvestri. We were just talking about this earlier. He scored Cosmos. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I recognize. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, we, we, I, I say that because Eric and I were talking about Cosmos. Yeah, we and I watched it last that. night, and I got onto a whole thing where I got sidetracked halfway through an episode to look up some music. What, anyway, what, what do you think it is about these child actors that? Um, oh, I don't want to even speculate. Makes them sort of go off the rocker. Well, I kind mean, of thing. when you hit such success at such a young age, I want to pause you there because. Joey Kramer, it's not like he reached that level. Yeah, Actually, you know, you know, a couple of movies, a movie, I guess. Yeah, it's like your friends could come see you in a movie. Fair enough. Like, okay, right. I mean, it's the whole thing. It's it's what I have experienced on a success. different yeah. level. I've always said I peaked in middle school. <laughs> like I was at, hockey stuff. I guess with the everything, hockey, okay. just like physical attractiveness, like popularity. Like I peaked in middle school, and it's been a a a, a somewhat sometimes precipitous and steep down uh, hill from there. Sometimes more gradual. I feel okay. like I've kind of like plateaued a little bit, which is good when you're going down. People generally talk about plateaus <laughs> as being a negative thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, but I mean, you peak so hard, and if you don't have the next level of, of success and if you don't kind of sustain that then that's probably hard for the little child psychology mm-hmm. to, to handle yeah um, but I mean oh, I don't know I don't I don't want to speak out of turn yeah. I'm sure it's I, I we make light of the fact like you know of, of childhood stars who gets like totally go off the rails but um, I'm sure it is a, a tough thing like you are not normal in many ways and feeling not normal um, even if you are super rich is or, or successful in something is a tough thing for a kid or a teenager to handle. All right. So there's a couple of childhood stars who kept it together, though. Um, True. So what's the guy who played Wesley Crusher on Star Trek? What's his name? I don't watch Star Trek, man. You're not talking about Will Wheaton, are you? Will Wheaton. Okay. Will, Will Wheaton, Wheaton has done a good job of keeping it together. Yeah, yeah more or less. Um, what about... Um, the Blossom character kept it together. What about, uh, oh gosh, from uh, Arrested Development? Not Michael Sarah. Um, the girl? No, no, no. The 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 the, na- the narrator. Was didn't he play Opie in uh, um, the Andy Griffith show? Yeah, he really kept it together. He excelled. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. What's his name? Opie. Um, <laughs> um, Bob. Oh, this is really embarrassing. I don't know. Um, um, my dad is currently yelling at me. Ron Howard. Ron freaking Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard kept it together. Kept I heard it he's together. Kind of a dick, but really kept it together. Well, he, was, he was like balding at the age. Of, well, actually, I was going to say twenty something. <laughs> I don't know. I've only known him as a child and as a full adult. Um, so, a couple of people kept together. You, you know, kept it together. You know, you were a childhood star. Uh, you know, uh, I haven't told a lot of people about the movie that I was mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. but. Um. Yeah, you're right. I was a childhood star. Do you want to tell us about it? I remember the basic premise. It involved farm animals. I thought farm animals. Yeah. It was. It was were, a. You were. Were you a talking pig? Um. I was. That's Babe. Sorry, I confuse <laughs> you and Babe sometimes. No, because it was similar. I was okay. a kid dressed in a pig's costume, ah. trying to pretend to be a pig on a farm. Uh. Called Dave. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me, that no one believed that I was a. P- pig oh, so but were, i thought they so my character <laughs> right, thought right. that they I thought remember. i was a pig that was it was a it was a complex movie for a child to really handle there's a lot of like perspective taking very cerebral yeah, very cerebral yeah, i remember that it was the um it was big that it year. was the memento of my of your generation of my generation <laughs> yeah i remember that that's a good 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 movie it was good it was good four four stars yeah. four four out of 50 stars yep yep um <laughs> dave <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, childhood stars. Um, uh, everyone should go watch Flight of the Navigator because it's really actually creepy. I kind of want to watch it because maybe we should just I, watch it when we finish this. We probably find a bootleg. Yeah, I'm sure we can find it. Um, it'd probably, it'd, 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 these hard to find movies probably cost like fifteen ninety nine to like yeah. rent digitally, <laughs> digitally stream. <clears throat> um, so that's that's it. That's my entire story about Flight of the Navigator. Although it what it also has prompted for me. It got me thinking about other movies that I used to watch when I was a little kid, and I spent a lot of time watching the original, like the various original Godzilla movies, like the the Japanese really? Godzilla movies. Yeah. What was the What was the earliest Godzilla movie? I don't even know what they. Again, like I watched these, but I didn't necessarily know what their names were. I think there was a Godzilla v Mothra that I watched. Um, now, were you watching this like on TBS type of no, thing? No. So here's the thing: I have my cousins. I think it was my cousin's... I don't know if it was my uncle who actually did this, or maybe it was my 
cousin's grandpa or somebody in my cousin's family would tape things from TV onto VHSs. So they had an incredible movie collection. I think this is where I saw Flight of the Navigator. I think this is where I saw all the various Godzillas. And probably why I don't recognize the covers, because they didn't have covers when I watched them. Mm. They just had labels yeah. on them. Um, so I watched a ton of different Godzilla movies with uh, from them. Um, definitely Flight of the Navigator. And there's some other ones, too, probably, that if I just sat down and and thought about it, I would think of some more. But I'm, I'm, it's making me want to go back and watch things. There's been so many Godzilla movies. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of them. But... Essentially, with maybe slight variation, like verse something else, isn't the plot the same? Some large lizard? Because it's not really a dinosaur, is it? No, it's not a dinosaur. Not a dinosaur. Radiation. He was a, he was a iguana or lizard thing that got uh, affected by nuclear radiation from one of the uh, test islands that the U.S. was testing nuclear weapons, turned into Godzilla. I think that's the basic origin story. I, I, I doubt that th- that's the original origin. That, so, I think it is the original origin because I think Godzilla... It's a comes, Japanese Yeah, thing. but it comes out of the kind of um, the, the, the cultural reality of living through Hiroshima and Nagasaki. What year was Hiroshima? Well, 45. Okay. So, these, so Godzilla came out you know, in like the 60s. The initial so. series of the movies is named for the Showa period in Japan. I don't know what that means. So I'm looking at I'm looking at this uh, website called Wikipedia. If you, if you haven't heard of that, Wikipedia. Up and coming, up and coming website. Support Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm almost positive it comes out of out of that. Godzilla is a representation, like destroying cities. But this you can't I control it. Yeah, but I'm saying is this I yeah. So I, with that type of metaphor, I, I kind of get it. But in terms of um, the mutation yeah. of the dinosaur, like. Do you think they would have thought that nuclear stuff mutated lizards? Well, not dinosaurs, lizards. no. Well, okay. Well, also, this is not necessarily uh, because there's an reality. egg. There's an egg there. Was that an egg? I think it was. But I mean, they would have been aware of radiation stuff because no. But they would have they would have viewed the nuclear thing as destruction. Yeah, exactly. Destruction. So Godzilla is the representation of destruction. No, I, I get that metaphor. What I'm saying <laughs> is. This whole mutation idea, I don't. Well, I'm sure it's not, it's not a total stretch to make something up like that. Um, or I, maybe there's an origin story where he just has always existed, but I don't think that's true. I'm almost positive. Thing I, is, I, I know my Godzilla I, 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 fairly well. I, I, I'm every time a new Godzilla movie comes out, I see it in the theater. So over the series history, the films have reflected the social and political climate of Japan. Yeah. In the original film, Godzilla was an allegory for the effects of the hydrogen bomb. So I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, that's fine. And I guess I, I always forget it's a hydrogen bomb. Yeah. Um, the, in the consequences of such weapons uh, that might have on Earth, the radioactive contamination of the Japanese fishing boat uh, through the United States, blah, 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 nuclear device test, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't see anything about a mutation. Okay. I'm looking for a mutation. Why don't we why Google Godzilla origin? Godzilla. This podcast by the has way, evolved into us just looking things up on I, the internet to yell at each other. I, by the way, just uh, um, backtrack. I didn't realize that I actually had the movie Flight of the Navigator actually fully streaming through YouTube. You can find it <laughs> really? on YouTube. Uh, excellent. Uh, um, All right, here we go. Origins. Has varied in each of his many incarnations. In the original 1954, it is proposed that he was a type of prehistoric intermediary reptile. Oh. Boom! That slept under deep underwater for millions of years. Boom! People <sighs> reading. Uh, the H bomb cl- completely destroyed his home and drew him out. All right, fine. That's the original one. Thank you. Whatever. What? This Oppenheimer? Is this Godzilla related? Maybe, maybe, maybe this is Godzilla talking. Godzilla. I was just about to make the Godzilla sound. It's not that. Godzilla is Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is Godzilla. When he is the destroyer of worlds, which would make him. It's a quote from Krishna. Is it? Yeah. I have. I have become whatever destroyer of worlds. Because like Oppenheimer was a big into reading about like Hindu and and, and Eastern religion. Did we talk about this already. I talked about reading a biography. Of him. Okay, yeah, that's why that's why he was in my yeah. head. Okay. which is why I know some things right now. Yeah. Um, here's the interesting thing about Godzilla, though. Like, in, he's not the bad guy in most of these movies, but he still destroys everything. 
Like he's usually fighting a different monster that's the bad guy. Uh, so he's kind of the savior, but also knocks down buildings like crazy and must create catastrophic loss of life. Did you, have you watched any of the new ones that came out? Either the Matthew Broderick one that came out, no. like, I don't know, 15 years ago? No, but the ho- hopefully... And then the new one that came out, like, two years ago. Hopefully Godzilla... Didn't we see it together? Or no? No, God, that was... Jurassic, In Claremont? That was Jurassic World. Uh, different, different uh, large different. reptile. <laughs> um, I think I saw it with that Hopefully movie. Godzilla killed Matthew Broderick in that movie. No, uh, Matthew Broderick is a wonderful man. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen the newest ones. Uh, are they worth? Good. Are they so? So, my, but the point was, isn't it essentially the same plot? Uh, Godzilla comes out and destroys stuff, either by accident or not. Yeah, usually the basic plot is, oh, Godzilla's coming. Whoa, no, why is he here? We got to destroy him. Oh, wait, there's this other monster that has also come, and Godzilla's going to fight the other monster. Yeah. Godzilla's our savior. Oh, uh, so they followed. I never knew that. Okay, yeah, like that's at least the most recent one. Because uh, I thought they were all just Godzilla verse type thing. Um, now, wasn't no, hey? I want to. For some reason, um, I was thinking, was it like the Incredible Hulk, sort of a copy of Godzilla? Because you, the, the way that you describe Godzilla as like not really wanting to destroy everything, but kind of just like oh, being huge and gumpy. Yeah, you know, he's going. It's going to destroy happen. everything. It's destruction's going to happen. First thought, but then the second thought was, um, why are some of the movies Godzilla verse if he usually does fight something else? No, it's because Godzilla versus whatever the thing is that he's fighting. I know, but not all the movies are named oh, no. that. No. no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I just call it Godzilla. Okay. Uh, but, and actually, you know, in the Matthew Broderick one, I don't think he was actually fighting anything. I think he, I think it was mostly just Godzilla wrecking stuff. And I remember Godzilla laying eggs. It was a, it was a mommy Godzilla laying eggs in the city, and then there were baby Godzillas running around. Uh, I don't remember it fighting anything. The, rate, the, the most recent one, the one that just came out a couple years ago, it did fight... This other thing. So what was that called? That was in 98 or 2014? 98 was the Broderick one. 2014 is the most recent one. Okay. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And then, um, wasn't there some other movie that was, they didn't call it Godzilla, but it was kind of alluded to be Godzilla. Wasn't that some movie that came out um, a couple of years ago? Cloverfield? Maybe Cloverfield. Wasn't it had a Godzilla-esque monster in it. Okay, but they never showed the monster. They show, yeah, they kind of show it Did in they? Cloverfield. Yeah, but it's, it's like that found footage style. Yeah. So it's kind of shaky. I actually really like Cloverfield. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it definitely looked like a Godzilla. Yeah. I love Godzilla. I my, my one memory from those original ones that I watched involved uh, a kid locked inside of like a the bed of a semi truck like an empty one and the truck is like getting pushed by either godzilla or the monster or something i just remember there was a kid in a semi truck like storage container thing and the truck something bad was having the truck i also remember this scene where there was a kid on like a paddle boat in this lake and the dad i think was just sitting on the beach like watching the kid on the paddle boat and then it was like a like a giant stopper had been taken out of the bottom of the uh Sorry, getting a phone call. Uh, a, bo- a giant stopper was taken out of the bottom of the lake, and it, like a giant whirlpool happened, and the kid got sucked down into the into the hole. I remember these. So this is these are formative memories of my childhood. You just distracted me when you tapped your iPad uh-huh. and said I was getting a call. You get the call through the iPad. It can. It comes in. It comes in everything. Every. Oh, that's too, that's too many. That's yeah. too many. <laughs> Thank goodness you don't have your watch. Your watch is going crazy back in the. Well, no, because it's not. In, it has to be in range of my phone. Okay. For it to work. Um. Yeah, that you know, I, I feel like I need to revisit Godzilla. I think we need to feel, we need to like spend some time just watching our childhood movies. Yeah, what, I, what's what, when you think of movies that you like to watch when you were a little kid? What what comes to mind? Well, I thought about that Cloak and Dagger that came okay. up. Um, what was the? Uh, I think I've talked about this before. The uh, Explorers. It's also about kids going to space. I think I stumbled across that when I was doing my search for the last Navigator. Yeah, I do, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Goonies. Um, Again, I've never seen Goonies. We have this like you never seen. I know. Well, I know. I'm a, I know. I'm a couple I've years I've also old never here. seen Back to the Future. <laughs> I, know, I know. Whoa! I know. I know. I know. I'm a terrible Whoa. person. I'm a terrible person. I mean, yeah. I, it's on Netflix. Do all of them are? I'm gonna sit down and watch. You them. might as well. I mean, you might as well. Explorers had a young Ethan Hawke in there. Ethan Hawke's yeah. one of my favorite actors. Um, yeah, Back to the Future. Um, does it hold up? It, I always try to think. Okay, does it? If you were to watch it now, is it still like okay? You can sort of escape in that reality. Some movies you can't. Some movies like technology is just 
so far surpassed. You know, you yeah. can't really watch some of these movies anymore and take it seriously. I just remembered one of my go-to movies. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. Do you remember something called... This is embarrassing for me. This is embarrassing for me because I'm pretty sure it's like a uh, like a Christian movie thing. Okay. Called the Buttercream Gang. Have we not talked about this no, before? I don't think so. Have we? <laughs> no. We had to have talked about this no. before. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'd have. Maybe not. I don't I was, have any memory of you talking uh, to me. I always, well, I, I always make fun of, uh, I always say Erica's part of the Buttercream Gang because she's so <laughs> earnest. But um, I loved. He didn't, movie. he didn't pay for the, any of the treats. Do you remember that? Like something like that. He's like, when the guy goes to like New York or something, and comes back a bad, you know, badass, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like he tries to steal. Yeah, and the guy stops him. He didn't pay for the treats or something. <laughs> there, you can find online. There's some great adventures in this movie. Um, you can find online <laughs> where someone is like cut and paste all of the. Basically, they basically uh, not like a super compacted uh. the. Uh, all the buttercream gang highlights. Excellent. I love that movie though, man. It was like it was so it was so corny. It was like I they went on some sort of adventure. Nineteen ninety two. Like a monk of some sort. No, I think you're thinking about the wrong movie. Is there, are there multiple buttercream gangs? I think there's only one buttercream gang movie. Now the really? buttercream gang might have been something else. Huh. I I thought maybe there were like multiple different ones. The buttercream gang. 67% on Rotten Tomato. It's a gang of do-gooders. 67 that's, that's much higher uh, that's than I expected. That's way much higher. All right, way higher. A so gang of cool. do-gooders refuses to Wait, give up an old friend who falls. The Buttercream Gang in Secret of Treasure Mountain? That might be what I'm thinking of. Ooh, it's a oh. 1993 sequel. That is a different one. If you've never seen the original. I think I've seen the original too, though. Um, I think. I've never, yeah, I've never heard of that one. Oh, I... Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta rewatch. No, no, I'm gonna rewatch. Secret of what? <laughs> I've never. I, I thought I was... got, I got one more too, and I know for a fact. Oh, hold on, this, me, I think comes from the same. Sorry, let, me, let me watch this. One. That's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. But one of the gang feels left out. I like to be the hero instead of always being the scum. And he dreams of being loved by all. <laughs> so when the gang finds an ancient treasure map, a young man sees a way. Remember that. A hero. If I can just do this one great thing. Just I've never seen this one. This is the one. This yeah, is the one you're talking about. I've seen. Yeah. Keep this going, please. Now the gang must help one of their own learn what's really important. Feature films for families proudly presents the Buttercream Gang in the Secret of Treasure Mountain. Yep. So yep. So that's. I don't know if I've actually seen the original. I think I've only seen this You've one. You've got... Like, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up the original Buttercream Gang trailer. You've got to watch this one. It's on YouTube. All right. You can find it. Let me see if they, there is a trailer. Um, dude, I make fun of this movie. This, mo- <laughs> this movie is... You make fun of it because you love it. It's something... There's something pleasurable, <laughs> pleasurable about it. But it, 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 it has to be one of the corniest things <laughs> I've ever seen ever in my life. So one of the kids goes to New York, and he comes back like a gangster. I have seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gives him the bike. I mean, the kid with the buttercream gang, they're so earnest. I like that idea, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. not a good movie, but it was a good movie. It was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Can I throw another one out there? Yes, yeah, sir. This one I know for two different ones Scamper. He's a penguin, animated movie. Never heard of that Scamper one. Scamper the Penguin. Uh, Samson and Sally, also an animated movie about whales. Never heard of that okay. one. Okay. Those are also key, very young childhood movies for me, and I'm pretty sure they had like overt Christian overtones, but uh, I think they're fun. Samson and Sally, there was a scene that really bothered me because the whales, they're going on this journey, and they there's a big oil spill, and they have to dive underneath the oil spill, and they can't go up and get more air because oil, right? And the one is like running out of breath, and she needs to go get more more air, and she gets like, won't listen to anyone. She's going to go up and get, you got to breathe, and goes in the oil and dies. Oh. That's rough, right? That is rough. 
Um, and Scamper involved a penguin who scampered. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. By the way, that looks like it'll be something funny looking. Yeah, look, up scan, gonna... look up Scamper. By the way, this is a total visual. Uh... Yeah, this is a rough, rough oh. podcast for the folks this week. <laughs> so, but just, as we're talking about it, pull it up on YouTube. Yeah. Interactive. Yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a way to look things up on the internet, you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I apologize. Scamper the Penguin. There he is. Right there. Wow, so um, cute. So three things come up, and this is the last I'm going to. That's the whole movie. I don't want to watch it. I just want to see it scamper around. Oh. Oh, I remember this. There was... Okay, okay, okay. So three movies come to mind. Okay. Okay. Um, um, Never Ending Story. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That series was great. But then also, um, I don't even know if I enjoyed the whole movie, but uh, when The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, The Chronicles of Narnia came on PBS... Oh. It was like a PBS yeah. maybe special. Was it animated or no? No, it was, it was live action. Live action. Yeah, and something know. about it that, that stands out in the movie, and it's not a quote or anything from the movie, but something about like them wanting Turkish delights. And yeah. so for the longest time... I remember time, that from the books, but... For the longest time, I always wanted Turkish delights. <laughs> until I think I might have had a Turkish delight <laughs> like within, the, within the past <laughs> within the past maybe seven years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not great. <laughs> Whatever kind they had, I was like, oh, this is what these kids were like... <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about okay, yeah, yeah. and then um, something unrelated was um, no, actually related. Kids thing it was uh, we watched it in Spanish class. Muzi, you ever heard of Muzi? <laughs> no, um, it was like a lang- foreign language type film, and they had it in every language. But uh, I don't think so. It's a green monster, and they would use it to teach um, Spanish. Um, And I, let's let's see if we can find Muzi. He's like a monster. Is it right there, Muzi? <laughs> so, did you learn Spanish from Muzi? Uh, Muzi is big, right? You're right. You just learned Spanish. I just did. We're all learning Spanish right now. Aren't we all learning Spanish? See, <laughs> <laughs> sí, sí. uh, yo entiendo español un poco, un poco. Um, no, a little bit of Spanish. I understand a little oh, bit of Spanish. Yeah, um, sure. Get it together. Um, but yeah, a lot of, lot of childhood movies, movies and movies. stuff. Did you... So I, this is a, a, a thing. I, I assume all little kids do this. But myself and all of my brothers had one movie that we just wanted to watch over and over and over and over. Like we would be happy watching it four times in one day. Did you have a movie like that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall. Pretty sure mine was Dumbo. How 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 young of a kid? Pretty young. That prob- probably probably did. Just remember, yeah. I just don't. Remember. I know one brother's was Aristocats. <laughs> it's a great movie. Really, with some catchy tunes in it. Yeah. Uh, mine was Dumbo. What, I think, or maybe mine was Winnie the Pooh. I was a big Winnie the Pooh fan back in the day. Mm. <sighs> Memories. You look. You you have a very what, Christopher Robin esque. <laughs> I like thought you were going to say Winnie the Pooh. No, you look a little Christopher Robin. <laughs> I look Robin. like Christopher Robin. Did oh. Christopher Robin have a beard? He had like a, like a bowl cut and he was a, a little child. That's a good question. What would Christopher Robin look like growing up? That's a good question. I bet you the internet tells us. I bet you the internet. You see, the internet's like a, like a genie lamp. Yeah, it kind of is actually. <laughs> um, what would Christopher Robin look like today? I'm a little bit afraid. Is it Christopher Robbins or Christopher Robin? Just one, just one Robin. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid. Like, there's probably some like the Rule Thirty Four <laughs> stuff going on here. All right, so there's a couple. You got this guy. That's, that's okay. That's not that bad. But Winnie the Pooh is huge. There's this one right here. Looks oh a little... my god, that's super homoerotic. <laughs> he's oh he's a he's a furry. He's getting into a Winnie the Pooh oh, costume. Okay. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> internet. Don't ruin memories yeah, for internet, us. Yeah, internet's doing um, this thing. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It's a grown man in a Winnie yeah. the Pooh costume. You're not going to want to Google this stuff. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Movies. So what else? What else is going on? All right. So did we already talk about this? Uh, yes. What do I think about blockchain? Yeah, I don't actually. I didn't What's prepare, blockchain? I didn't, I didn't really prepare for it. Do we ever prepare for anything? Yeah, but this But this is like highly technical. And I, want, I don't want to sound like an idiot. Uh, this hasn't stopped us before. 
I know. Let's, let's, it hasn't stopped you before. I always sound intelligent. Uh, um, what is blockchain? Oh, like, uh, like Bitcoin? Bitcoin and, yeah. But blockchain is the underlying technology behind Bitcoin. And it can be used for other things like truly distributed um, corporations and like decision-making protocols yeah. and stuff. I actually don't know much about it. I just thought maybe you would have strong feelings about blockchain stuff. Uh, I actually, I've heard of, actually, um, in terms of Bitcoin, I've actually heard the Bitcoin guy um, talking in a couple of podcasts a long time ago, so I'm, I'm familiar with that aspect. Um, in terms of how it works, let's, you know, let's, let's yeah, let's, um, let's uh, put that on the, what is it, parking lot? Yeah, the park, parking, lot. parking lot it. And what I so the one thing is uh, it's called the DAO or the Decentralized Autonomous Organization, mm. um, but it is built on the back of blo- like a blockchain type technology. Well, let's let's do some reading about it, and actually, then we'll come yeah. back and we'll actually have an informed yeah, conversation. One or two readings, yeah, and you know, maybe one or two, two days of yeah. deep reading. <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm curious about that. So let's yeah, yeah. that's a, all right. Cool. Um, what else? How long have we been talking? I, I, I normally have a thing in front of me. 40 minutes. Oh, all right. Time flies. Time flies when you're talking about the buttercream gang. I know, it really does. Um, <laughs> we should start our own buttercream gang. I think I've talked about this before, but when I was in elementary school, I, um, a buddy, me and my buddy at the time, because this guy is kind of later in life, that's some, that's some foul stuff. But, uh, so we would have to kick him out of the buttercream gang. Yeah, but we uh, had this group that we called DFBI. What's that stand for? DFBI, like DFD. Oh, oh okay. DFBI. <laughs> and um, we made like little tape wallets. Remember tape wallets was a thing? Yeah, yeah, I remember those. And you, you used to kind of make a wallet out of tape. Yeah. And um, we put like a little badge in there with, that said DFBI. <laughs> and uh, we would kind of, this device is not like an everyday thing, but it was occasional. We would be around the elementary school. We would walk around the elementary school uh like playground area, I, I don't remember. And like, if someone was getting picked on, we'd go after we'd go after the bully, and like, <laughs> that is heroic. <laughs> we, we, we we like him up, we him up the bully. Be like, hey, leave him alone. That is DFBI. that's amazing, Eric. You're such a good guy. Um, there's just again, it wasn't an everyday thing, but we, we, did, we did it. It was just so ridiculous, though. <laughs> DFBI. I like that you like put that responsibility on yourself to go out there and look for hey, bullies. Hey, stop it. Hey, you quit that right there. <laughs> quit, quit it, Buster. So would the, how would the bullies respond? I don't remember. Yeah, well, I mean, you must not have gotten like your ass kicked because I feel like you no, could do that. Because I wasn't a big kid, but I yeah. wasn't a kid. No one's gonna uh, mess with you. And I wasn't a big. I was like skinny, but I, yeah, I don't think I was small enough to necessarily get picked up. And it sounds like you kind of had a group Person. of people, so you maybe outnumbered them. A this little is bit. me and my buddy. Oh, because you and your buddy. Oh, yeah, that's, me and my buddy. That's bold. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, who later uh, got in trouble? I don't know what ever happened to this because he was. Trying to like accost some girl that he purposely, sort of strategically, hit her bike with his car. So then he was like, "Hey, you can get in the car with me." And then he tried to go uh, crazy. That, that's like, I, I only do him. Not in, the, the actions know. of a, a true DFBI member. He, he's like the butter. It's like the buttercream gang. <laughs> yeah, he went, to he, York he went to New York and came back a bully. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, man, you didn't pay for those treats." <laughs> I'm in New York now. Am I going to become a bully? Maybe. <laughs> Am I already a bully? Hey man, this is my gang. <laughs> this is my gang. Oh, oh I man, to, I need you to keep an eye out and make sure I don't yeah, become man. a bully. All right, and I, I, I want you to tell me if I do. Did you ever? Did you ever know any? Um, yeah, this would have been around your time. Did you ever know any straight edge kids? Uh, yes. Who were who were oh, who were kind of jerks, but they didn't do any bad stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that the yeah, essence? Well, I knew a kid in undergrad who what like claimed to be straight edge. And he got a tattoo, and I remember he showed it to tattoo? me. Tattoo? What was that one? It that? said straight. It was supposed to say straight edge, but there was it was missing the R. <laughs> it said state edge. State. <laughs> and like I didn't know how do you respond in that moment. I didn't say anything to him when he showed it to me, but like I could clearly see there was just a major typo. You should have said, "Oh, you're just missing the R." <laughs> That's what, exactly what you should have yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, and I. But I don't know how long or when he was straight edge because I distinctly remember him drinking a lot at one point. Uh, so I think that was just a small phase of his life that he memorialized with a very poor tattoo. Uh, but yeah, straight edge. I'm looking at a Buzzfeed thing about uh, yeah. straight edge. But that, that's well, not and for our, for our list, straight edge generally people who committed to not doing drugs or like it, I, there were various like 
levels of straight edge. I think some even included like not like using swear words. Yeah, but they were like hardcore punk type. Characters, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. There's something about it. Yeah, um, there was there's, so like you would look at someone and be like, oh, that's like a druggy like punk kid, but like actually they had like committed to like not drinking or doing any alcohol yeah. or any drugs Absolutely or anything. From, like, all that, yeah, you know, that. I mean, which is totally admirable. Um, yeah. But it was also kind of – there were lots of people who claimed to be straight edge who didn't really stick uh, to that, <laughs> that route. They're like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, why did I think about – what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, gang, uh, uh, gang-related stuff. Gang-related stuff, yeah. Yeah, I was never, I was never in a gang, unfortunately. Any, any, any well, notability. Yeah, so it was called the DFBI. Yeah, <laughs> you were, you were a two-person two, two, two gang, which is technically the smallest gang you could have. The smallest gang. <laughs> smallest gang ever. I remember I had a, a, a neighbor who was my best friend, but we would occasionally get in fistfights. With uh, each other? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then we would become friends again. And we, we had started various clubs. We started a board game club where we would – he had – in his backyard, he had a treehouse type thing and also like this shed that was kind of empty. So that became our clubhouse and we would go to play Monopoly. We did it like once because Monopoly takes forever to play. Um, and our biggest fight that we ever got into, I remember he pulled me off of the shed, the roof of that shed thing because we were fighting. And I was so mad. I was like, you could have really hurt me. And then we had a fist fight. And then we were friends a couple days later. Yeah. As kids do. As kids As do. As you and I do occasionally. You fight it out. You fight it out. And then, and then everything's fine. Um, <clears throat> we just covered a lot of ground today. So talking about games. Games. You, um, you mentioned that. And I say mention. I, I was I was trying to do like one of those slick like segways. like segways, but no, okay. I, I'm very I can't fake it. Uh, on the list of bulleted things, you mentioned <laughs> that uh, your brother started playing World of Warcraft oh, again. Yeah. Did we talk about this? Was this a remnant from last? Uh, it was on there, but we didn't talk about okay. it. Okay, like the video game. Yeah, right? the, the video game World of Warcraft. And you feel left out. A little bit left out. Now, can't you play? Uh, I could. Here's the thing. Online, I could. I could put on the headphones and start talking smack. Sure, I could also, you know, start injecting heroin. Like that's the thing I could do. But there are decisions that I choose to make in my life to keep myself on a more healthy path. It says not reinstalling World of Warcraft is one of those decisions. What is the newest I, World of Warcraft? I think the reason they're playing is I think there's a new expansion coming out, and therefore there's like um, you can f- play for free again for a little while. Mm. So I think that's why they all booted up their accounts again and are up. And playing. The reason I see them is because I'll be up, I'll be on my iPad playing Hearthstone, but because it's a Blizzard game, I can see when they're in playing other Blizzard games. Mm. And I see three of them all being in World of Warcraft together, going on adventures, riding horses and killing animals and, and monsters. So right now, could I play World of Warcraft without? You might be able to. So Blizzard, I think you talked about this before. So Blizzard now offers some games just straight through online. You don't have to download anything. Uh, no, you just have to download. You still have to download. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, Hearthstone is free to play, um, and there's lots of different decisions you can make in terms of buying stuff. And I think maybe they're doing something like that with World of Warcraft. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I played World of Warcraft for a long time, actually. Um, and it was fun. It, it, was, it was the first game I ever played that was tr- truly... I mean, it was one of the first that'd be really massively multiplayer online. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the scale of the game was mind-blowing to me. I just thought it was so cool that it was this huge shared world with other live players actually in it doing whatever they wanted to do and I was doing what I wanted to do and you could interact with them. Um, it was a lot of fun, but also really easy to burn a lot of time. Um, and I actually ended up, uh, my brothers like to mock me because I spent an inordinate amount of time in the game uh, fishing. I spent a lot of time fishing. I wanted to get my fishing skill really high, which is like such a minor part of the game. But I spent too much time fishing. You in fish that game. in real life? No, nah, not really. Like we talked about it. I yeah, fish a little bit. I like, I like the occasional fish, uh, but fishing in World of Warcraft, man, for whatever reason, I wanted to become like the best fisherman in the game, which is not the point of the game at all. Hey, man. But uh, anyway, World of Warcraft. They 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 tell me that they're not going to play for very long, just like until the expansion gets released and then you know mm. stop. But we'll see. That's what that's what drug addicts say. Like I'm, I'm really going to quit this time. Is it really that good? Or... Can be. A lot of people have, have have trouble with it. Maybe you and I should play together. I, you know, I have never played the um, the vert the, the, the you know the what the, what is it called? Multi, multi, <laughs> massively multiplayer online. Yeah, I've never played that game. way. I played yeah. the version of it before it became that. Oh, Warcraft two. Like so, that's a real time strategy game. Yeah. Warcraft three, I played the crap out of back in the day. Yeah, I think I played Warcraft three. Yeah, it's fun. So, um. We know some people who uh, work for Blizzard. 
I know that's re- pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and looking at their site, I mean, they, yeah, their their game games that they offer are pretty solid. Oh, they're doing real real well. Yeah, um, the newest game, Overcast or not Overcast, uh, Overwatch uh, is a lot of fun. Playing that with my brothers a little bit. Uh, Hearthstone is a real fun little card game on my iPad. They do uh, they do good stuff. Blizzard, check them out. You may have never heard of them. Blizzard, Blizzard, up and, up and coming, up and coming. Look, we're we're um we deliver breaking news, breaking. Sorry, breaking. We news break podcast. it. We break. Uh, breaking news, breaking bread, breaking bad. It's a breaking podcast. <clears throat> um, so. I'm at. I'm at. I can feel some some rumblings in my tummy. <laughs> some barbecue rumblings. So yeah, I don't. This is not a Yahoo News segment or oh, anything, okay. but an article that I saved because I thought it be, might be funny to talk about was a uh, this uh, not article, but a th- <laughs> this thing that's on Yahoo News. Oh, yeah, uh, where the, the title the says "The Joy it. of Betrayal." Mm. Bob Ross's famous hair was the result of a perm, and it talks about. Of course, Bob- it was. Did yeah. anybody think it was natural? I don't. Know. But they talk about Bob Bob Ross and like he really, you know had straight hair and stuff, and so. Uh, the reason I saved it because the comments on here are getting oh, funny. Okay. Um, and where a person says, this is not journalism or even responsible reporting. Sensationalism should never be confused for sound reporting. To call someone a liar in capital letters should be in gr- grounded in data. Did Bob Ross ever say his hairstyle was natural? Give me a break. What person on TV does not have their hair done? Permed, colored, shaved, extensions added to it? combed over or wearing a wig his hairstyle was his personal style how was that deceptive how does that make him a liar <laughs> if anything this article shows about the internet is not a good source of credible of credible and valid news this is not newsworthy uh so now it's a, this is another person so now we have so-called journalists who want who won't only had one job, and that was to write an article for Yahoo, and she chose to put Bob Ross on blast for getting a perm. Bob, <laughs> so these comments, again, because I've been looking for these comments, and I told you I'd, I'd, I'd just save it when oh, I came man. across it. Um, but it's it's so funny to me. Who, what drives you to respond to an article, to like leave a comment like that? I don't wonder, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I can't imagine... The decisions or like the, the the landscape of your life such that that seems like this is the thing I'm going to do. I'm going to take a good 15 minutes and respond to this article. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that was a great example of great comment from a Yahoo News article. It was perfect. So your microphone is on a big, thick book, the handbook of parametric and non-parametric statistical procedures. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that sure ex- is. <laughs> By David J. Churchill. I made me think. So I was going to... Um, you know, related to school stuff. Um, I, I was telling you that I didn't realize until recently that SAS offers their statistical what software. What is SAS for people who think you are saying the word S-A-S-S? You know, uh, what does it stand for? I don't even know. But it's an analytic software that's used for like business and stats. Businesses and you know, research statistics and stuff like that, whatever. I don't know. I think, I think it might stand for something. Um, statistical Analyst System is what it stands for. And um, but they offer it free for students, um, so you just and it's very simple to use. Um, they offer like their base package or whatever, um, without even downloading. I think you have to download some like virtualization software to actually run it. But uh, it's smooth, man. I was running some analysis, well, not analysis. I was trying to do like a simulation in it or whatever, and it's so smooth and it runs so good. And I was like, I wish I really knew how to use it well because I think it would be just easier to use yeah. and, and then obviously free for students. Um, so that's your uh, graduate student. Yeah, we had to get that tip. small little bit in there for this. To, I'm just looking at our podcast right now, actually in iTunes. We are in the higher education category, <laughs> so if we don't hit that high, we get kicked out of the category. You know, we don't want that. To I, I don't know. So that's that your grad student tidbit. I just remember another week uh, that my dad told me that he couldn't find or he didn't know what our email address was for the for the uh, podcast, so he left us 
a question in our reviews on iTunes, and I see it here now. Okay. Uh, he also left us five stars, so thanks, Dad. Uh, we currently have 12 ratings, and they're all five stars. Tell him, tell him to leave us a speak pipe next time. Yeah, leave us a speak pipe next time, which I think if you go to our website, which is thefiledrawer.audio, you can just speak your question. Uh, what he wants to know, he says, we need Eric to explain the basic rules of rugby. I love watching it, but I don't understand why sometimes that the ball is placed into a scrum. Ooh, all right. Uh... Here's the thing. I've been playing rugby for, <laughs> in total, off and on, for... You have an, a, a plaque that you just showed me for most valuable forward of your rugby team. And are you about to tell me that you don't know the rules? Uh, there's a lot of rules I still don't understand. In fact, they're called laws of rugby. Uh, oh, yeah, we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, I think. all right. So... And here's the th- here's the art partially because they they change they've in, sure. in terms of trying to make the game either faster play and stuff like that some of the laws have changed over the years. Can you answer the scrum part? What gets right. the ball put into a scrum? Um, so for instance, uh, it could be various things like a penalty. Okay. The referee might I think there's sometimes some flexibility could um, decide to reset the gameplay through a scrum. Okay, essentially. Um, so I think I've talked about this a little bit in the past. Um. Actually, let me let me backtrack it, and then I'll answer right, that question, just right, so right. I can talk about rugby sure. in greater detail. Um, so, in the in the Olympics, as people watch the Olympics, uh, what they were watching was sevens rugby. It's called sevens, and I believe the rules are pretty much the same um, between sevens and the normal fifteens rugby. Um, and to clarify even more, it's it's uh, the rules that they follow are rugby union laws. Um, there's also rugby league, which follows slightly different rules but um sevens rugby in the olympics and also 15s rugby that sort of i think the bigger rugby maybe uh they follow their own set of laws and um basic gameplay we've talked about you know throw the uh, throw the ball backwards um you can't you can kick the ball forward you can go if it if it, it can the ball can go forward only if it goes forward off of like a part of your body that's below the waist so in an instance where you accidentally knock the ball on, a knock on is what they call it, where you hit the ball forward above the waist, mm-hmm. um, the referee has some slight has slight uh, uh, kind of leeway leeway yeah. of of how much like what they'll give you they'll give you an opportunity to take advantage that's uh, the other team that can take advantage of that sort of penalty. If they don't take advantage of it, they can decide to re, you know reset the play by scrumming down. So think of the scrum just like in football. As beginning gameplay, right They're after breakdowns, which you know, yeah, that's basically how I like to explain it or whatever. Um, so, so not is going. The ball just kind of thrown in the middle, and it's kind of up in the air for both teams to get in the scrum, or does one team have the ball in yeah. the scrum? Yeah. So if the penalty is on, let's say team A, and the team A knocked it on, let's say the, you know they didn't take advantage of it, and the ref says, okay, let's clean this up, let's scrum down it restart the gameplay team b gets the ball because um the other team sort of was penalized and so team b will have their scrum half who has control of the ball and when you scrum down like the two teams come together the scrum half of the team with the ball puts the ball in in the play into the scrum now realistically you're supposed to put the ball right in the middle now a good scrum half can kind of feed it slightly without necessarily being when I say feed it, they can sort of feed it to their side slightly without it being ultra, you know, really noticeable right. by the ref. And like, you know, they call it maybe feeding. I don't even know. Don't, they, they call it something. And that little bit of advantage, a you have an advantage because you, your, your your timing is going to be better. You know when the scrum half is going to put it in. The hooker who's in the middle. Um, if you're watching like sevens, there's a hooker who's in the middle. Um. Their responsibility is once that ball is placed in the middle to hook it with their foot back to their side. Now the scrum half will either tap the hooker or sometimes they'll tap him with the ball, but right before he puts it in, no so their so their timing is on point. Gotcha. Uh, so the slight advantage of, of putting the ball in. And what are you trying to accomplish in the scrum? Uh, so like, so when I started playing, the rules were slightly different. The rules have evolved over. Over the past decades or whatever, again, try to make it safer or try to change up the pace. When I first was doing it, um, the, the old old call was pause, no, crouch, pause, touch, engage. Um, 
I might be even saying that wrong. Um, where you could basically, you would crouch, you would touch the uh, opposing the side, the people mm-hmm. in the front. There would be a slight pause or you're basically just compressing your legs fully. Mm-hmm. And when you engage, you basically try to bl- blast that other side back to then your, scr- then your scrum half would put the ball in. And hopefully if you got the sort of uh, first step on the other team, you're already pushing them back. And then you're basically trying to walk them. You're basically trying to walk your half, your side over that ball so that the ball comes out to the back foot of the eight man, the guy all in the back. As long as it's sort of within that, within that, your half of the scrum, you have control over the ball. And you can pick it up. And you can pick it up and pick it up and run, or the scrum after you usually pick it out, pick it up and pass it. Gotcha. Now the now the call is slightly different, which I still can't really remember. I just know to to do it right. (laughs) Now it's more like a crouch, touch, set type of thing, where you kind of come together. Basically, they've removed the large impact. Sure. You come together first, and And so more now it's more of a a shoving match. More like a tug of war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you don't have that like ultimate impact. Right. um, that, That that first hard boom crash which should be safer and all that stuff but um so we have a little bit of video coming together this, yeah, so this is eight minutes of yeah so yeah so they've been so this the team on the right is very close to scoring it looks like but they have not been able to get past this point like in the whole time you've been talking so 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 now if in a scrum if the clum if the scrum collapses either by someone collapsing the scrum purposefully or it just getting all messed up you'll you'll re-scrum okay um, it has to be. It has to come out what they call clean ball. Gotcha. You know, it has to be be, be playable. Um, again, some of the stuff is to keep it safe and stuff like that. They don't want like literally. Think about the the, the hooker who's in the middle of two props. Is uh, they've changed how they bind together. So binding is how they sort of come together. Mm-hmm. They've they've, together. they've changed it to make it safer. But um, they're the hookers kind of kind of. In some cases, sometimes kind of dangling there, hmm. um, it's where they're kind of bent. So they, they so they basically want to be able to have flexibility of their hips right. and their leg to hook the ball back. And so if that collapses in this unsafe way, like their neck, like yeah. their neck is exposed, right, like right, their right. props are kind of over them, protecting the to protecting the, their body. Oh, I see that guy right there. Yeah, the ball guy right there. So like if if that gets all kind of unsafe, it's not really good. So this is a you know, 15s right here. Okay. Um, in, in sevens, it's probably easier to see see what's going on, and so I, I don't, I've kind of just been raining. But no, uh, all right, I think that helps. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, you can ask follow up questions if that wasn't clear. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but but then so if the ball goes out of bounds, you know they'll do lineouts. So have you ever seen lineouts where they pick the guy up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, they throw the ball in. Um, you know, <laughs> usually. <laughs> I've been I've gotten a couple penalties called to me and I'm like oh shit my bad I, I, know. I was like my bad <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh, n- nothing major yeah uh, and but the ref is really vocal at least the level that we played I'm sure they're even better at high mm-hmm. level um, they're really vocal they're gonna say watch yourself and then uh, at the high level they probably don't give you that much mess right. up at my level they give us a little leeway um, they, they'll 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 they're sitting there they're watching they're talking to you they're like right. no. Get out or uh, get out of this. That's how a good, rock, a good hockey ref is the same way. Actually, yeah. they're actually quite vocal. Because with these with these games, like hockey is the same way. It's supposed to be like a smooth sort of play. They want to let you guys play versus stopping it. You know, right. they don't want to stop. They yeah. don't want to stop the game all the time. They yeah. want to let the game play out. Um, so yeah, they're real vocal. They'll they'll shout at you. Um, but if you don't listen, then it's, they start getting really ticked off. Yeah, ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes uh, sense. I just like yeah, ran it on. I just ran. Beautiful. It on. See, this is what if people would ask us questions, we could go on rants and talk about things that we know about. Yeah. Dad, thank you for asking a question. Other people, you want to want us to talk about something? And let me be clear, we will even if we don't know anything about the thing, we have answers. Yeah, we have opinions. The audio. Click on the speaker <laughs> pipe thing. Is that what it's called? Speak pipe. Speak pipe. And you'll you can record a little, little thing. Yeah. And ask us a question. Yeah. And we'll answer it. Like rugby, even like um, they they had some new laws that passed like just within the past year. That's why I'm like I don't. I don't right. It's confusing. Like you have to really keep up with it, um, which I should be doing, but I don't got time for that. I'm not a professional. You're not. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Uh, I guess we can wind up. Wind, wind, wind it on up. Wind it on down. Uh, actually, you know, let's see. Was I just know we started kind of getting into it once we started. Um, <clears throat> talked about that. I don't think we even have any other topics. We either. talked about that last week about Mac OS Sierra. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just stuff from last time. Do you yeah. notice how I just lost the steam on writing the show notes? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I usually get it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just got tired of writing. They got real silly. You know, the show notes only come up if you have the right app. Yeah. They don't come up in every, every yeah. case or whatever. Um, man. Well, it's been nice to eat meat with you. And, eat meat and with sit you across the table. Yeah, I thought you were you. saying eat and meat with you. Oh no! But you're talking about well, eat, literally eat meat. Yeah, with you. literally yeah. eating meat uh, with you, and uh, you know, doing nice. It's it's a different dynamic to do a podcast sitting across the table from someone. It is. It is. Like, I feel like I should be looking into your eyes the entire time, but I haven't. Been. It, get, well, it gets it's weird. Too, it, it gets, gets weird. Tough, yeah. It's weird. I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying right now. Staring. It's weird. Let's look into each other's <laughs> eyes. Let's look into each other's eyes. Um, That's a good point to stop. Probably no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No one really. <laughs> no one really looks into each other's eyes. No. All right. All right. Well. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been the file drawer. Peace. With Sam and Eric. Goodbye. I got nothing to, to eat up the sound eat, eat up the sound wave intro intro song eat up the sound intro song eat up the sound wave intro intro song eat up the sound intro song eat up the sound wave intro intro song eat up the sound intro song um yeah for the sound of fire That was epic.